0: Stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi I'm
1: Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Yes, Brandon Bing and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity have no fear. We ain't talking about Kanye, but we are talking about Kyrie and the list of demands he must make for the Brooklyn Nets. I don't agree with them. Plus, Tom Brady doing it with a divorce pending, that's got to be hard plus Drake dropped another album, taking shots at every single person and so much more, this is a fabulous museum quality I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast coming up right now, Miles Jordan aka the Bleach Brothers aka the Dust Brothers, start this puppy off with something real nice, yes, start this puppy off with something real loud, yes, but most importantly start this I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast off with something real funky, this is the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast, let's fucking go <laughs> Boom! Biggity boom, yes! Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the King of Kashmir, you see the Kashmir. A.k.a. the Disruptive... Warrior, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Jewish Jake LaMotta, a.k.a. the White Tito, I've earned them all. A.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. And you may not rocking with the very best. Welcome to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, coming live and direct. World's most disruptive podcast, the only podcast that prides itself on absolutely, positively, no fact-checking unless it's completely necessary. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody is feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. I know I am. I'm rested. It's my wife's birthday week. Got to be on my best behavior for my, birth, uh, my wife's birthday week. Got be, to be focused. Got to be focused. Got to be focused. And you say, well, what do you mean? It's not even about the gifts full transparency. I said to my wife, I said, babe, I didn't get you shit for your birthday this year. How can I figure out what to get you when pretty much you get everything you want all year long? And I'm happy to do that. But it's like, how can I pull? What am I going to literally pull a rabbit out of my ass for your birthday? It's impossible. I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll come up with something. I don't know. She's off the bags. Thank God. Anybody's significant other that's still on the bags, the handbags, try your best to get them off the handbags. Manipulate. I don't know. Um, Hypnotize them. I don't know. But if you have a significant other, girlfriend or a boyfriend, I see guys walking around with these bags now. I see guys walking around with like uh, Louis Vuitton, um, Fanny packs. Everybody likes a fancy bag. Me personally, I'm not into fancy bags. I like my luggage to be durable. I got a piece of Toomey luggage that I bought 10 years ago. I kick it, throw it. There was a commercial years ago for luggage. Maybe it was tires. Samsonite. Samsonite bags? Samsonite was bags. That's how I like my luggage. That's how I like my bag. I don't want my knapsack to be Balenciaga bag, a Gucci knapsack. Because you could you could lose that fucking bag. And not only are you going to lose what's inside the bag, hmm, uh, you're going to lose the actual bag. But as far as these handbags and women with the handbags, make her feel bad about them. That's what you got to do. You got to make her feel bad. Be like, you know, do, you, you're walking around with that fancy bag. Do you want to make other people feel inferior? Does it make you feel better? Um, and she'd be like, "Well, you got, you got this, you got that." And I go, "Hey, yeah, I know, I know, I know." But it's not a bag. Like that's, you know, like what are you trying to do? That, that I, I, somehow, some way, my wife, thank God, is off those bags. So I, what am I going to do? I can't get her a pair of sneakers. That's insulting. See, if it's a birthday and you go too low, then it's like. You're getting me fucking sneakers, a pair of Nikes for my birthday. And then when it's really just Christmas all the time, being married to Michael Rappaport, how do you do something special on the birthday? And there is a fucking limit. I'm not Drake. I'm not fucking Kanye West over here. We're not going down the Kanye West rabbit hole, but he's been known to buy bags. He buys Balenciaga bags, Gucci bags. I don't know what the name of these bags are. I don't want to know what the name of these bags are. I have no, I mean, what am I going to do? Oh, here's a sweater. Maybe it's something I feel like you get your mother for her birthday. Wife, it's a different thing. Being married to me, that's a different, Huh? that's a different thing. The amount of stuff she has to deal with just in the house. I, I came back from a great weekend of shows in Michigan. Shout out to everybody that came to the shows in Michigan. I did seven shows in four days. It was a record for me, and I had a great time, great shows um but I did not sleep uh before I got on the plane i, I literally I don't think I slept at all like i w- I walked on the plane, I was like i ah, I couldn't see straight. I was just dis- disoriented, I came home, smelled bad and and the reason why I smelled bad it's not because of odor. I'm one of these people that's it's blessed. I'm not a body odor person, but I'm farting, snorting, I'm flemming. And my wife says, I could smell you ate bad food. I go, What are you talking about? She says, I could smell it on you. Like normally people be like, I could smell the alcohol on you. My my whole system, my whole compass is so delicate and gentle. I'm so gentle and delicate. I'm such a delicate, like anything could happen to me. We know. I was in the goddamn hospital a few months ago with the no. I mean, anything. If I'm not eating right, my wife sniffs it on me. She goes, What were you eating? You smell like cheeseburgers. You smell like chicken wings. I say, I didn't eat chicken wings, but I had a cheeseburger. And these clubs doing these shows, God bless these people. They're so sweet, they're so accommodating. You know, I get people, they send me gifts. I get to town, I get chocolates. There's chocolate chip cookies. There's cake. Somebody sent me a fucking cake. Somebody sent me just like, there was like the best Italian chef in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, just sent like a bunch of, I don't know, it was like a lasagna, a gnocchi, uh, there was, I mean, it's just all kinds of shit. What, what, what am I going to do? Am I, am I going to be rude and not try it? You sent me a lasagna from Michigan. I, I, I need to try. I need to see what the lasagna is like in Michigan. I Take a bite. This is good. Can't just take one bite. Take another bite. I fuck it. I, I'm gonna cut a piece off. And they're like, oh, well, there's there's nokey. Well, I gotta try the no. I'm I'm you know at the airport. There's pretzels. They got all kinds of exotic pretzels now. It's not just like pretzels with salt. They got pretzels that taste like cheeses and pretzels that taste like popcorn and pretzels dipped in chocolate. I, I, I don't know. I remember my wife goes, why Why do you eat that when you're on the road? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why I eat it. I feel like I'm like on vacation, but I'm not. I'm actually working. Like when you're doing comedy shows on the road, you're in Michigan, you're working. But there's some I don't know. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I try to be perfect. I'm not perfect. Anyway, it's her birthday week. So we got friends and she just said, don't fuck up in here. Don't fuck it up. I'm into my birthday. You might not be into your birthday. I am into my birthday. I like my birthday week. So I just got to, Keep it all together because I'm sleep deprived. I'm good now, but I was catching up. Anyway, I don't know how I got on that, but I I am urging you, if your significant other, man or female, male or female, is into those bags, get them off it. Do whatever the fuck you need to get because that's an expensive habit. It's one thing to be into like Jordans and sneakers. I mean, I got some ill kicks on right now. It's 120 bucks, $200, that's nothing compared to like a $7,000 bag that if it gets rain on, I think I was talking about it last time on the podcast, I was talking about my wife had a Gucci bag. And we were outside and it started to rain on that fucking Gucci bag. And, and of course, you know, like I was like, give me that fucking, I put it under my sweat. I'm, hot. I'm like, we're not getting rain. Just a little bit of rain, it does damage to it. She goes, it's not damaged." I, go, I could see it's not the same as when we went in the store as when we bought it. It's damaged just from a little bit of rain. You shouldn't be walking around with things that get damaged from just natural weather. Anyway, it's November. Election time, all that stuff. I hope you voted. I hope whoever uh, you voted for does whatever the fuck they said they're going to do. Okay? I don't care who you voted for. Democrat, Republican. I don't care. But whoever you voted for, hold their feet to the fucking fire. Okay? Hold their fucking feet to the fire because it's going down. Next week, he said it. It's happening. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. Pig dick, Donald Trump, not big dick. I had a guy in Michigan uh, say, you're the big dick Donald Trump guy. I go, no, it's it's pig dick. He goes, no, you say big dick. I go, no. I say P-I-G, pig dick. I say dick stain. I also say slob dick. Brace yourself because... He's coming next week. He said it. Big announcement coming. So get your fucking, tighten up your fucking underwear, tighten up your bootstraps, tighten up your belt. Breathe, breathe deeply because dick stain Donald Trump, AKA pig, P I G, pig dick Donald Trump, AKA slob dick Donald Trump. Unless something crazy happens, he is announcing that he is going to run for president in 2024. Get your fucking self together. All you little snowflakes, don't whine. Don't cry. It is what it is. It's happening. It's going to be Dick Stain Donald Trump versus smoking Joe Biden. I don't know how we got to the point that this is all we have. Dick Stain Donald Trump and cadaver Joe Biden. They're going to run it back. It's like Ali Frazier part two. It ain't the thriller in Manila because that would be uh, the third one. This is it though. They went 15 rounds the first time. This is going to be a fucking bloodbath. This is going to be a bloodbath. If you think it was bad last time and it ended with the insurrection in January 6th, it's going to be worse this time. Will there be a civil war? No. Will... Social media, will the news make you feel like there's going to be a civil war? Yeah. Will the things I say make you feel like there might be a civil war? I don't don't know. I'm just telling you right now, be ready. Because slob dick Donald Trump, he's going to announce that he's running for presidency next week. I've lost track. I lost count of what happened. They raided Mar-a-Lago. And they're like, "Mike Rap. they didn't get him! You were screaming and yelling. "Yeah. I'm cheering for my fucking team, but the game ain't over. I know the game ain't over. But when they raided his closet, and I saw those Fox News freaks crying. real tears. The injustice, I liked it. I liked it a lot. But somehow someway, and I know expert, I don't claim to be an expert. Somehow, some way all the arrests, all the trials, the January 6th committees, all these different things. He is going to announce that he's running for presidency. So get your fucking self together. It is happening. It is going to go down. And the big dude from Florida, Ronnie D, Ron DeSantis, he already gave him a nickname. Ron DeSantis, you you had the honor of getting a nickname from Dick Stain Donald Trump. This is how much Dick Stain Donald Trump could give a fuck about the Republican Party. This is how divisive Dick Stain Donald Trump is. He don't give a fuck. He don't love them hoes. So Ronnie D, I don't know much about you. I know a lot of people like you. I know a lot of people don't like you. But if you are also thinking about running for president, you better hit up Jeff Ross. You better hit up one of these roasting comedians and you better be ready to fight like a dog, you fuck you. Because he already gave Ronnie D a nickname. He said, Ron DeSancremonious. I don't know what the fuck that means in terms of Ron DeSantis. Again, I don't know anything about Ronnie D. I know, I could tell you that a lot of people like him in Florida. People that I know and respect family members, they like Ronnie D. But if you're going to run for president, Ronnie D, you better be ready to talk. That shit. Because homie is already, he's already taking shots of you. And the point is, is that pig dick Donald Trump, he don't love them hoes. He don't love the party. He should run as an independent. Because the number one dude, besides pig dick Donald Trump, is Ronnie D. People love this fucking Ron DeSink, whatever the fuck his name, Ron Sink Ramonius. I thought it was a weak nickname. I still have to pat myself on the back. For coming up with the very best nickname for any of these people, we had lying Ted Cruz. He called uh, what's her name. He called her uh, what did he call her? Um, uh, the one who said she was Indian. He called her like uh, Patchy or he was teasing her. Of course, he called uh, Sleepy Joe. And now he said Ron DeSantis. Nothing is better than Dick Stain Donald Trump, Pig Dick Donald Trump, Slob Dick Donald Trump, Dumb Truck Donald Trump. Draft dodging Donald Trump, nothing's better. But the point of the matter is, is that he don't care. He'll take anybody down. And the crazy thing about the people in the Republican Party and the crazy thing about politics is you could say, suck my dick. You could talk about people's wives like Trump did about lying Ted Cruz. You could talk about people's fathers like he did about Ted Cruz. You could give people nicknames and all that shit. Somehow, some way. They don't even do this in boxing. Like Deontay Wilder got the shit beaten out of him by Tyson Fury. I mean, he got his ass kicked in that last fight. And afterwards, he was like, fuck him. I didn't like the things he said. Fuck him. Politics, you could say whatever you want. They're just like, ah, that was just part of the game. It's like wrestling or some shit. It's literally like WWE wrestling. But he's coming, humming, coming at you. And you know... He's going to get you. Be fucking ready. I am Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash Stereo. Spell K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash Stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeart Media does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com.
3: Listen to The Daily Show, ears edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
0: Hope we voted for uh, it panned out. I hope uh, uh, they live up to all the expectations, all the hype. Um, I'm so glad that this part of it is over. I'm sure they're going to be counting votes in Georgia because somehow, some way they got the dumbest motherfucker. Herschel Walker makes Marjorie Taylor Greene look like a fucking rocket scientist. The fact that Herschel Walker is in the mix to be a senator or a congressman or a go- not the governor, of any state, of anything, is incredible. He's dumb as fuck. He's so full of shit. He's so dumb. And the guy that he's running against, Raphael Warnock, he ain't no fucking prince either. But at least Marjorie Taylor Greene could articulate a fucking full sentence, even if it's off-the-wall, lying, crazy, Jewish space lasers and all that. A Herschel Walker, the fact that he's in the mix just goes to show how low the bar has dropped. This motherfucker, I don't know if he's got CTE. He's always been dumb, uh, became dumber. uh, The lies and the convoluted bullshit. But the fact, be inspired again. Be inspired that if Herschel Walker took it this far, you too can take it this far. Be inspired because that motherfucker is is like, like, like that's what's in... Bricks in his shit. What else is going on? Twitter's been a shit show. But I will say, I will admit, I must admit, full transparency, I signed up for Twitter Blue. Uh, I'm already verified Twitter Blue. I believe it's $4.99 a month. I think they got a fucking, like, a sale. It's like Black Friday on Twitter. I think it's going up to $88 a month to be verified. Um, There's been a whole controversy because a Kathy Griffin, the comedian, she parodied herself saying she was Elon Musk. Or, and she, I don't know the details of it, but I like Kathy Griffin. And homie kicked her the fuck off Twitter. Elon Musk, he kicked her off Twitter. You're out, Kathy Griffin. First of all, Kathy Griffin, you know where to find me. You want to post some videos, send them to me. I'll post your videos on my Twitter feed. That being said, I ain't trying to get kicked off Twitter yet. I don't want to be kicked off Twitter yet, but I said it last week and I'll say it again. If there's no, what is parody, Elon Musk? What exactly is parody in 2022? You cannot say you are somebody else. That seems to me impersonating. I know wordsmith, but that feels like impersonating. So I can't say I'm um, Wayne Gretzky, right? I can't say that. That's parody. But is parody also... Having, I don't know, a Michael Jordan picture? I click it. I think it's Michael Jordan. Uh, Is parody also uh, having a Louis Farrakhan picture? The Reverend Minister Louis Farrakhan? um, What is parody? Because like I said, I say verify everybody. You want to make a few bucks, Elon Musk, you greedy fuck you. You got to make more money. You're already the richest man in the world. I get it. You're running a company. This ain't a charity thing. You spend $44 bill. You want to make your money back on this, this Twitter investment. But what is parody? I want everybody to be verified. I do not want to be insulted because they check the metrics. They've checked the stuff. There's, there's more N-words. There's more F-words. There's more, I could say fuck here. There's more, but there's more N-words on Twitter than, there, than there's ever been. I notice when I post things, I'm getting, I don't know if it's robots. I'm getting, you know, like I said, Spongebob is cursing me out. I I got George Jetson cursing me out. I got fucking Bugs Bunny calling me uh, all sorts of names. What is parody? If you really want to make this shit good, this isn't fact checking. I just want to quote it correctly. Elon Musk said, going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. So as far as I know, unless Mickey Mouse has got a Twitter handle, and I think if the real Mickey Mouse had a Twitter handle, he wouldn't be calling me a hook-nosed Jew. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mickey Mouse is about about that life, but... Elon Musk said, going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. I'm getting called all sorts of fucking names every single day by Bugs Bunny, crying Michael Jordan faces, and so forth and so on. As far as I'm concerned, again, I'm probably not as smart as you, Elon Musk. What is parody? Parody. Like I said, if you want to call me a scumbag, uh, a hook-nosed Jew, a penny-pinching motherfucker, uh, anything, just show your face. Everybody should have to show their face. We're going to try to make Twitter great. And this isn't just for Twitter. This is for Facebook. This is for Instagram. This is for OnlyFans. This is for TikTok. I want to see everybody's face because I get it all over the place. Zuckerberg. Okay, uh, whoever the fuck runs Instagram, that nerd, Adam Mozart, he's up there. Today, we're gonna do this for the creatives. Listen, motherfucker, Adam Mozart from Instagram. I've had 2.2 million followers for the last two years. Why? I'm part of the, the fabric of Instagram. I'm up in here every single day fighting for the people, saying shit that you won't say. Make. This shit verified for everybody. If you don't want to verify yourself, get the fuck out of here. We don't need these people. They're not paying for anything. You should have to show your face, you should, like your license, whatever the fuck. I don't care. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being called uh, all sorts of things. I'm sure everybody is uh, by uh, Bill Lane Beer. Bill Lane Beer. I got the other day from somebody who had a Bill Lane Beer picture called me the, all sorts of shit. Well, I was in Michigan, I said, come to the show, bitch. Anyway. Speaking of uh, Bill Lane beer. Speaking of basketball. The Kyrie Irving thing. And I'm not going to go down the the anti-Semitic rabbit hole with the Kyrie Irving. I'm not going down the goddamn Jew this, the Jew that. All this stuff. I will say this about Kyrie Irving. Now... The Nets have demanded that Kyrie Irving do a series of, I don't know, like a checklist, like an anti-Semitic checklist before he comes back to play for the Knicks, uh, for the Nets, the Knicks. The Knicks should only be so lucky that they had uh, this kind of controversy and discussion going on. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. He's now in the middle of a a five-game suspension. He had a chance to apologize. He didn't apologize. Okay, right now there's six things that the Nets are saying. They're demands. They're basically demands. They're saying he needs to apologize and condemn the movie. He needs a $500,000 donation to the anti-hate causes. The ADL said, we don't want your fucking money because when he had a chance to apologize, he didn't want to apologize. And then after they suspended him and Nike cut him, then he apologized but not Face to camera. Sensitivity training, whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea what that means. Anti-Semitic training, I can imagine what that means. Meeting with the ADL and Jewish leaders and meet with Joe Tsai, the owner of the Nets, to demonstrate understanding. This is insane. This is crazy. Now, first of all, when I say that this is crazy... This is ridiculous. Kyrie Irving did this to himself. Kyrie Irving got to the point where the Nets are like, fuck this guy. And the documentary, which I'm sure nobody saw because it was $45, 40, 45. Nobody watched that fucking documentary. You could buy three Martin Scorsese movies for 29 bucks. I think 19 bucks. It might even be 11 bucks. You could buy like a Quentin Tarantino package of all his films and I know it ain't $45. So this documentary, which is some propaganda bullshit that Kyrie Irving didn't even watch the whole thing. That's the craziness. He said he didn't even watch the whole thing. He watched parts of it. But the Nets have gotten to the point where like, fuck this guy. And like I said, the cherry on top of the Kyrie Irving situation was this documentary, was the going to apologize, not apologizing, getting suspended, and then apologizing. You did it to yourself, Kyrie Irving. The sitting out, the saying you're sitting out, going to birthday parties, the COVID this, the COVID that, the needing to take mental days off after January 6th, insurrectionist. There's a list of things that Kyrie Irving has done while under contract for the net, for the Nets. A list, a literal list of things. And Kevin Durant, you you're stupid. Not literally, figuratively, for rocking with this dude. You've stood by this dude, and now, now look what you got. Look what you got. But but staying focused with Kyrie Irving. He did it to himself. He did this to himself. Kyrie Irving is not a martyr. Kyrie Irving is not a victim. If another player of Kyrie Irving's status had went through this same situation with this documentary, which, again, is $45, who the fuck is going to spend $45 for a three-and-a-half-hour documentary? I'm sure some people, more people bought it than ever because Kyrie Irving's promotion of it. And you see, when you didn't understand the, the word promotion at that press conference, you see? That's promotion. What you did was promote it because people are talking about it every day. But that doesn't mean people are actually watching it just like you didn't watch it. Damn, fuck. If I was his wife, if I was Kyrie Irving's wife, I'd be like, babe, did you watch the documentary? And, and he goes, well, no, I watched the first 15 minutes. And she goes, and you, you put it up there and now they're telling you to apologize. Let's watch the documentary. And after I watched the documentary, I'd be like, yo, we're going to lose our Nike shit. You're going to get suspended without pay. Yo, apologize for this shit. Because when you see what's in there and you see that they're questioning the Holocaust and the validity of the Holocaust and the historical facts of the Holocaust, apologize. It ain't worth it. And you didn't even get to that part. And you're talking shit. Like if you have a real friend in your life, if you have a real person in your life, that person will be like, yo, this is not worth this shit. It's not about being, being strong, being a leader. Being an adult means taking responsibility. I apologize all the time. I'm a fuck-up. I've apologized my whole life for things. A real man can apologize. It doesn't make you strong not to apologize. That being said, Kyrie Irving did this to himself. Like I said, if Damian Lillard or Steph Curry or Klay Thompson or Kevin Durant or Luka Doncic went through the same situation with this documentary they would not be in the situation they are with that team because they haven't sat out games because of COVID, refused to get shots, needed to take mental breaks, said this, said that, claimed that they were flat earthers, uh, but then not say they were flat. All, All this shit. At the bottom line, you're not winning, and you don't play, you don't show up for work. You don't show up for work, and you're promoting documentaries that you didn't even watch that are questioning the historical relevance amongst other things of the fucking holocaust this is why you're in the situation that you are but as far as this list of demands that the Net, the nets are asking for this is some nonsense you either want him to play or you don't want him to play you either want him to be a part of the team or you don't want him to be a part of the team if he doesn't want to have discussions with you if he doesn't want to acknowledge what happened if he doesn't want to clean up the mess either trade him cut him release him or fuck him. but you can't ask this dude to this is a grown man As far as I'm concerned, this is some... If he doesn't want to do these things, fuck him. Cut him. You guys should have traded him when he has to be traded this summer. You should have got rid of Durant this summer. Because right now you're in even more of a mess. And we knew it was coming. Because historically, this is what Kyrie Irving does. And this is why he's in this situation. I don't know about the contracts. I don't know how this is going to resolve itself. But asking this dude, even though he's a fuck-up, to do this list of demands, it seems like you don't want him on the team, so cut him or trade his ass. Because the Nets, their championship, their aspirations, again, they're gone, done. They ain't winning a championship. Kevin Durant, you're not that dude. You ain't that dude. You're not leading your team to a championship. You need a cast of characters that are as great, if not greater than you, for you to truly, truly shine. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I, and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com.
3: Listen to The Daily Show, ears edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team draft experts, and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Anyway, what else is going on? Dave Chappelle... I can't wait. Dave Chappelle is hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend with Black Star, Mo Staff, and Talib Kwali And Dave Chappelle are going to be on Saturday Night Live this week. And the little freaks, the little babies on social media, are already complaining. There's literal tweets, a bunch of them, going, "What the fuck? What the fuck, Lauren Michaels? What the fuck, Saturday Night Live?" How's this happening? I thought we canceled Dave Chappelle. You thought you canceled Dave Chappelle? I told you, motherfuckers, you wasn't canceling Dave Chappelle. You ain't the Nets. Saturday Night Live doesn't have to abide by your feelings, your thoughts on Dave Chappelle. If you don't like Dave Chappelle and you don't want to see him host Saturday Night Live, don't watch, asshole. But you're going to watch. Because you're a glutton for punishment. The people that said they canceled Dave Chappelle and that are offended by Dave Chappelle are the ones that watch every single move he makes because you're not really about that life. You're going to watch his next special and you're going to watch Saturday Night Live and you're watching just to see if he offends your little bitch ass. And I hope he does. I hope he does. Dave Chappelle, Saturday Night Live, The World, they don't need to, if you're offended by it, don't watch it. But the people that continue to watch Dave Chappelle and get offended by it, you're dumb. Go eat some Twinkies, go eat two pints of ice cream, drink some Coca-Cola, eat some Doritos, Flaming Hot, some chicken wings. Make yourself feel sick from eating because that's the same feeling you're going to get from watching Dave Chappelle. You can't help yourself. You can't help yourself from the Twinkies, and you can't help yourself from Dave Chappelle. Because after Dave Chappelle hosts Saturday Night Live this weekend, Twitter, this fake place that somehow, someway, has so much control, has so much say over what goes on in the world politically, socially, in Hollywood, is going to be flooded with people that are so upset that he hosted the show— and, and what he said and what bit he said and what he didn't say and what he, he didn't apologize and he did apologize. They're going to be, and I'm like, why are you still watching him? Mark my words. Sunday morning is going to be filled. Dave Chappelle will be, will be trending on Twitter by people that are upset that he hosted uh, Saturday Night Live and they watched it and this upset. Why are you still watching him? You know, he's going to offend you, you little bitch, you. And I say, bitch, that's, that's across the board. Man, female, binary, non-binary, bisexual, asexual, pants. All these. Straight. Oh, I know. Everybody. Bitch. Bitch. It's going to be do- That's going to be a dope episode of Saturday Night Live because Saturday Night Live stinks. And, and I was watching Saturday Night Live the other day. And I was like, the reason why Saturday Night Live stinks is because of Twitter. Because... Everybody's scared to, it's like a boxer. You, you'll hear a trainer when, when a boxer comes to the corner, throw your hands, let your hands go. The comedians, the performers on Sign Night Live, they're not letting their hands go. They're, everybody's freezing. Everybody's scared to do this, to do that. And I was thinking, what made Saturday Night Live, what made in Living Color great, what makes comedy great to this day is crazy people. But when you think of Saturday Night Live, John Belushi, obviously that was tragic. He died of the drugs. Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Rosanna, Dana, Dana, Gilda Radner. And then, of course, into the Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo, Will Farrell. And crazy doesn't even mean a bad thing. Adam Sandler. These are crazy people. Crazy gifted, crazy fearless. Chris Farley. David Spade, uh, even the ones more recently, I can't think of, like they're, Tracy Morgan, there's an edginess. And that doesn't mean danger. It doesn't mean cancel. It just means there's an edginess. There's a, there's a need, there's a compulsion to entertain, to be great, to be fantastic. That's what made Saturday Night Live great. And everybody's, they're, they're scared. That's why the show's unwatchable. It stinks. Lauren Michaels, shut it down. Take that fucking horse out of its misery. Put that fucking horse down. You had an incredible run. It'll never be duplicated again. You think of in living color. I know. I know Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damon Wayans. These dudes are crazy. And again, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in, a, in the best way, in the most um, complimentary way. David Allen Greer, Jim Carrey. That's an insane person. That's an insane, these people were nuts. And the, the bite, the fire that they had to entertain, to break through, to make something fantastic, to make something irreverent, to make you go home like, I'm, I, I can't wait to watch In Living Color now. I'm gonna fuck dinner. There's no DVR when In Living Color was on. I'm going home to watch In Living Color. You wanna meet Sunday? Yo, we're having dinner at six because the Living Color's coming on at eight. Or 8 30 or 9, whatever it came on. San Live, the same thing. These guys on San elena they're they're soft. They're not crazy. They're scared to death. And the show stinks. Take it out of its misery, Lauren Michaels, or bring in some new, some new ownership. Bill Parcells, he, he took the Giants to a Super Bowl and then he left. Right? The Chicago Bulls, they won six. They broke it up you've been there 50 years you old fucking bag of shit lauren michaels it's time to shut it down bring in someone some bulls. get some comedians with some bulls that have the need to kick ass that are like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna risk it all like molly shannon prat falling all over the fuck you know hurt again themselves i'm not saying you want people to hurt themselves but those kinds of comedians, the Chevy Chases, the Molly Shannon, the Eddie Murphys, the Joe Piscopos, I'm forgetting the Al Frankens, who Twitter, you canceled him. Bill Murray. Yo, these people were nuts. Some of them were on drugs. That's not dope. Some of them died of drugs. That's not dope. Adam Sandler, he's, not, he's nuts. This dude was crazy when he was younger. He was fucking hungry. And I mean, people say, "Well, Mike Rap, you know, how do you know these people?" Because I could see it in the performance. There's no edge. There's no balls. Take them all out. Keenan Thompson. He's been there too long. No just disf- Get out of there. You're making money on commercials. Get get new, fresh, crazy blood in there. Some people that are willing to, to, to do something that gets them in trouble on Twitter. Fuck Twitter. That's why the show sucks. It stinks. The best episode of Saturday Night Live this year will be. Dave Chappelle with Blackstar? Crazy. I'm going to be at the MMA fights. I'm going to be at UFC at Madison Square Garden. And then I'm going to come home and watch Saturday Night Live. I might even go to the Saturday Night Live after party. That's how pumped I am about Dave Chappelle and Blackstar. Most Deaf and Talib Kweli, Yasin Bey, respectfully. I hope they come with some bangers. I hope they come with some, some smackers. Don't get on that esoteric cute shit because when Blackstar is cooking, they're, the two of them together, are they're ridiculous. Um, Tom Brady, they finally won. I'm going to say this. I, I don't talk about my divorce often, but I have said this before. Getting divorced sucks. Getting divorced with kids sucks. I don't care if they already had an ironclad prenup. Somebody like Tom Brady, who is so used to success, who set out to have this family, and now this family union—they have kids, they have this structure, they have this bond—it is breaking. Somebody like Tom Brady, I can tell you right now, I don't. It's not about the money. It's not about the, any of the finances because, like I said, they had a they had a prenup. The devastation that it takes, I don't care if he cheated, she cheated, or there's nothing to do with cheating. I don't think it has anything to do with it. It's just they don't like each other anymore. This family's coming to an. When you're so used to controlling everything and something as important to him as his wife and kids and his family is being um, losing... You, you've lost. When you divorce, it's a loss. I don't care what people say, how they phrase it. Some people look at it differently. Some people say it's a blessing. He might get to the point where he thinks it's a blessing. Divorce sucks. When you have kids and divorce, it sucks. When I went through my divorce, it sucked and I wanted to be divorced. But it stinks because it's a failure and it's heartbreaking. and even though you might hate the person, it's heartbreaking. and even they might they might hate you, it's hard. It's just a loss, it's a failure. And, and nobody uh, can understand it unless they go through it. And, and like I said, I don't wish it on my worst enemy. But the fact that Tom Brady is going through a public divorce, this is arguably the biggest athlete in the world with one of the biggest supermodels in the world, Giselle Buncton. I mean, in her prime, Giselle Buncton, she's up there. You know, she dated Leonardo DiCaprio. God only knows what happened with them. God only knows. I mean, it's hard to escape. If you're you're ever going to be married to a model, you have to ask straight up, you ever fuck Leonardo DiCaprio? Anything ever happened with you and Leonardo DiCaprio? Ever? Ever come across him in a club? You don't want to. It's just Leonardo DiCaprio. Fantastic cocksman. Fantastic guy. Great stick man. Number one in my book. Leonardo DiCaprio is number one stick man in my book. Period. The best of all time. And that's a competitive 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 class of stickmen. He's the best. Surpassed the great Warren Beatty, surpassed the great Jack Nicholson, surpassed uh, the great Derek Jeter, surpassed the great Milton Berle, uh, surpassed the great Matt Dillon, surpassed the great uh, Albert Einstein. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio's that dude. If he never fucked another supermodel again. His record his numbers, the accomplishments, the way he did it with the je ne sais quoi, the class. no one. I don't think anybody will ever be able to surpass Leonardo DiCaprio as a stickman, as a, as a Coxman, because of social media and the cameras. That's what he had going for him. Jack Nicholson, the late great Jimmy Kahn, Warren Beatty. There was no cameras. There You know who's all... Another great stick man? Another great coxman? And he's doing it right now. He's active right now. Drizzy Drake. Fantastic stick man. Yo, Drake is up there. Yo, Drake and Leonardo, they should play six degrees of Drake and Leonardo DiCaprio because I'm sure they have some crossover flows. Because allegedly, allegedly, I don't know for sure. And again... Allegedly, uh, we all know that Drake uh, was in love with Rihanna. And allegedly, at some point, Rihanna and Leonardo dated. And I'm just saying, the body of work that Leonardo has, like, Riri had Drake all fucked up in the head. Had him proposing on his knee. Like, she was like at some award. I don't remember what that was. Some awards. So she's like, motherfucker, we broke, like, I'm done with you. For Leonardo DiCaprio, that was just work. That's, I met Rihanna seven years ago. Just her speaking to me. Fucked me up internally. Let alone being in a relationship with her. Like, anyway, I don't even know how I got on that. But the point, the point of uh, the matter is this. The point of the matter is this. For Tom Brady to be going through what he's going through and that team not to be as good and him being able to focus and commit and pull out that win and still keep that, that jawline, the jawlines, he's going through a divorce. The jaw, Most people, you know, I only started gaining weight under here when I was going through a divorce. It does that to you. Divorce fucks you up, your organs, your kidneys. I'm telling you, It takes a toll on you. This motherfucker is 45 playing quarterback and and gutted out a win. And people are like, yo, you're on Tom Brady's dick. No, I'm just saying I can understand the, the amount of focus that he's giving to deal with all the things that he's going with on the field and off the field during the middle of the season to go through a divorce and you're competing. He ain't competing to make the playoffs. He's competing to win a Super Bowl with a team that he knows is not that good. So I have to give kudos to uh, Tom Brady. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At bed
2: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
3: Listen to The Daily Show, ears edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
0: The final thing that I wanted to talk about today is the greatness of Bachelor in Paradise. And some people might go, here we go, Mike Rap. You're going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Mike Rap. you're really going to waste our time with reality TV. If you think that me talking about Bachelor in Paradise, if you think reality TV is a waste of time, again, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. Because this season of The Bachelor in Paradise is Fantastic. Full transparency, Monday Night Football, the Saints versus the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, my quarterback, on my Stern Show Fantasy Football team, Rappaport's Delight, a.k.a. A History of Violence, a.k.a. Make It Stop, Make It Stop. I watched all of Bachelor in Paradise. I watched the highlights later. And we're talking about Lamar Action Jackson fighting for a win in my Stern Show Fantasy Football team. Season, but I was like, I-, I have to watch this now because it's that fucking good. The Bachelor in Paradise is great television. And I said it once, I've said it before. Last season, they had guest hosts. I think they might have gotten away from that. And I think they should. They have Jesse Palmer up there. By the way, Jesse Palmer, w- w- what are you doing on the beach? Why don't you do some burpees, do some sprints? I see the guys working. I work out with the guys because you're walking up the steps, you're looking tired. You look bloated, Jesse Palmer. You look like you got more work done to your face than some of the contestants on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and The Bachelor in Paradise. But you look winded out there. It's got to be an easy job. Do some burpees, do some planking. I walked, I did a five minute plank this morning, Jesse Palmer. I'm 52 years old. I did five minutes. You're on the beach got to be making a lot of money. Get yourself in shape. You're the host of The Bachelorette. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for... We can replace your ass. But the thing that I'm not understanding, and this is about reality shows in general, and this is about men who are of a certain age, but particularly on The Bachelor in Paradise, is it a prerequisite? Is it a job requirement? If you're a man on The Bachelor, The Bachelor in Paradise, to shave your chest hair. I do not understand why all the men on these reality shows, I'm talking about uh, Summer House, Winter House, all these shows with these 20-something, early 30-something. Why y'all shaving your hair? What what is wrong with having chest hair? Why has that become like a thing that you're embarrassed of, that you're going to shave and wax and get removed. And I'm watching The Bachelor in Paradise and I see like, oh, your homie's got stubble. It's one thing stubble on your face, but you got stubble on your chest hair. I had to do it once for a movie. It was so uncomfortable. Like when you first shave it, it's cool. That lasts for about an hour. Once it starts going in, it's itchy. It's catching onto your clothes. If you're laying down with a female, she's laying her head on your chest, you're giving her razor burn. How did this become a thing that, that having natural, Like, if you're like a gorilla or like a fucking bear, get it all removed. I get that. But also don't do it. Like, you, you know, some Burt Reynolds was that, talk about a stick, man. Burt Reynolds was that guy. Tom Selleck to this day, he's that guy on Blue Bloods. Make Chest hair, great again. You, you, you ain't going to be Brad Pitt. Not everybody's going to be Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt doesn't have a lot of chest hair. You ain't Brad Pitt, Jesse Palmer. You people on The Bachelorette, let it dangle. Like I said, if you're, if you're like an ape or like, you know, fur, you want to get rid of it, get, but get rid of it completely. I don't want to see my people on The Bachelorette, like I'm distracted, but I'm fi- I find it distracting. Like, I could see, like, what is this guy? Is he got a rash? What? Did, no, and I'm like, no, he shaved his chest hair. And I just feel like we need to make chest hair great again. I feel like it's not cool. I feel like people, just like I feel like women, like, you don't have to have, have these these fake asses, uh, your face all Botox, where your shit don't move, you can't emote, where you don't know if they're happy or sad, or your shit's like this. It's just like with the, with the Botox. Like, yo, hi, huh? I'm laughing. You can't tell. Huh, I'm crying. You can't. Make chest hair great again. I'll say it again. Make chest hair great again. The final thing I want to say about Drake is Drake and this 21 Savage. <clears throat> I talk to people. I'm in the minority. I was in Michigan. He came out with another record. Drake. Like every Drake record, I try to listen to it, I can't. There was one song I was like, oh, this was good. My wife probably liked to work out to it. But I was saying, when would I listen to Drake? If I'm listening to hip hop, I want that bap, bap, that boom, bap, that smackity smack, right? If I wanna chill, I'm listening to my jazz, I'm listening to my soul. I'm listening to my reggae. I might be listening to my classical. When does Drake fit into my, I only got so many hours in the day with, with podcasting, with disruption in general, with you know being a human being, resting, uh, different work things. When I can listen to music and enjoy, why would I ever listen to Drake, me? I've tried and I tried again. I had the, the nice Bose headphones on. Tried to listen to Drake. Tried to listen to him in 21 Savage. And I know I'm in the minority. I know a lot of people like Drake. He's ridiculously successful. One of the great cocksmen of his era. And, you know, the internet goes nuts. This guy puts out a record. People are deciphering this and trying to figure out that. And he said something about Megan the Stallion. And they're like, is it a diss? Is it not a diss? Is he talking about her getting shot or taking shots in the ass? Uh, you know, like the BBL Brazilian Butt Lift. Uh, he, no one could tell if he said it or not. And uh, he said something about Serena Williams' husband. He said all these things, Drake, but still nothing about Kanye West. You got Bar Mitzvah, you fuck. You got nothing to say about Kanye West. Nothing, nothing, not, not n- nothing, nothing to say. You got you talking about because you know that. Serena Williams' husband, he's not going to step to you. He's not going to rhyme about you. But if Serena Williams' husband calls Pusha T up, then what the fuck's going to happen? Alexis, Serena Williams' husband, get Pusha T. You got the money. Get Pusha T to respond to you. Then what when are you going to say, Drake? Pusha T's up there like, yo, I'm fucking with Alexis, the Reddit, da 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 you're making millions. My man Alexis sold his company for billions. What's gonna happen then when Pusha T starts spitting? You got everything to say about everybody else, but you had nothing—not a peep, not a tweet, not a picture, nothing. You're Jewish. You were bar mitzvah. I was in bar mitzvah. Jew- you got nothing to say about Kanye. Nothing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. Came saw it disrupted. Came saw it disrupted. Miles Jordan, A.K. the Bleach Brothers, A.K. the Dust Brothers. Take me out it with something real nice, yes. Take me out of here with something real loud, yes. But most importantly, end this museum-quality I Am Rap Stereo Podcast with something real funky. I Am Rap Poor Stereo pockets. You thought I froze, huh? You thought I froze, you fuck you. I Am Rap Stereo pockets. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I, and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com.
1: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A
3: rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide